The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their Ortho Quick Walk-In service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in. Six minutes past the seven minutes past the ten o'clock hour. <laughs> Happens to me every time. I gotta, I gotta wait just a second before I give you the time, just just to make sure. Here on this Friday, as we prepare for high school hoops this weekend and. Community college hoops on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Got some. I'll be at uh, Cullioca tonight as they host Hampshire. <laughs> and uh, you will be where? I'll be in Manchester. How about that? How about that? For um, Columbia Central and Coffee County. Are you guys going to get where you're going for tea time? Hampshire and Manchester. Manchester. Ah, 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 nicely done, sir. It's uh, it's what he does. Yeah, yeah. Where's the? You didn't get the laugh track, JP. You didn't hit the laugh track. It's supposed to be a laugh track. <laughs> We're asking JP to do a lot. Hey, that's he's just over there. Instead of typing, he's uh, he he's just got buttons. He's just you know push push push. That's what it is. Oh man. They appreciate me. They appreciate you. <laughs> well, um, we've been talking all week about the firing of Jeremy Pruitt, the retiring of Philip Fulmer. We have not had a chance yet to talk about the hiring over in Knoxville. So let's just keep going. Keep talking about it. The best way to do that, though, is to bring in someone who knows what they're talking about. And that is why we bring in Associated Press sports writer, Teresa Walker. Teresa, thanks for joining us this morning. Well, it's my pleasure, gentlemen. It's just sad that, uh, you know, as we, we try to look through what's been an incredible, busy, insane week, but insane week in that uh, for Tennessee that actually in the last 24 hours, it's almost like a semblance of a working university. But, I mean, Hank Aaron, I'm sorry. That's just, that's just sad, man. That's just, that's just not the news you want to see on a Friday. No, it's, it, it, it's really tough because we are, you know, obviously we're big Braves fans, Mo and I, and it's, uh, and Hank Aaron was, even, even though, I'm, I mean, obviously I didn't watch him play, but he was still a huge part of that organization as I was growing up, so. Yeah, it's tough. 
especially for those, those of us who are old enough to have actually watched him hit that home run that passed Babe. Not that I'm that old, but my mom did let me watch that game. <laughs> I think we're about the same age. I, I, I did watch that game, as I've mentioned on Twitter this morning. And it's um, – I mean, it, it just – it doesn't feel like yesterday, but I can certainly remember where I was. But it, it's, it's just heartbreaking, you, you know. He he was eighty six years old. I mean, it's not like it come to be blunt. I guess it's not like a shock, but still, it's a shock. Mm-hmm. Well, if that absolutely. Makes sense. Well, it is because I mean, Hank Aaron is one of those people that you know, like someday, which hopefully isn't in our lifetime when Dolly Parton passes, it's going, you know, somebody is so huge in our consciousness that we've rooted for, enjoyed, that when they do pass, it just feels like, it feels like a member of the family's past, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that for Hank Aaron, especially for Braves fans or baseball fans, he's been kind of that, he's one of those guys. So yeah, and, and that's coming from a Cubs fan. Well, we appreciate that. Anybody who's a baseball fan, you had to love Hank Aaron because he just he, he was one of those colorful. There's no reason guys that, not to. Yeah, he's just one of those guys that any time he was talking, it was usually pretty funny and uh, and cheerful. So. Well, and and consider this, you know, we all watched, you know, those of us who were watching as kids, you know, we were watching, oh, this is great. He's doing something incredible. Mm -hmm. And then as we grow up, we find out how he did it, the shadow of what he was dealing with during that home run chase. And that everybody didn't feel that way. Yes, we were all thrilled by it, but there were so many who wanted him dead simply because of the color of his skin, which is still just astounding and, and, and insane to me. So, yeah, to, that makes his accomplishment to me, you know, far beyond. I know that in the books, Barry Bonds is past him. Sorry, no. For me, who? Hank Aaron is the man, the home run king in, in, in Major League Baseball. Don't worry. You're, you're among friends in that, in that regard, I got a feeling. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, let's, uh, as you said, Tennessee, semblance of working university. <laughs> who to thunk it? If you'd have told me that on Monday, that by Friday, we would, that, that Tennessee would look like uh, it knew what it was doing, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> Well, that's because the you know the investigation into Jeremy Pruitt and this recruiting issue took so long. I mean, guys, I had my my prep on Jeremy Pruitt being fired written before the season was over. I mean, before the Vanderbilt game, and you know I've been adding to it. But it, it you know it's like at a certain point it's like, is this going to happen? Are they? St-? And then when they hired Kevin Steele last week, and in the release had a quote from uh, Jeremy Pruitt, you're like, okay, is he actually going to survive this? And that, that's what made Monday kind of surprising. I mean, one, it was a holiday. I was trying to be off. Uh, and then we start seeing the news pop, and it's like, holy Toledo. And then when we get the release right before the start of the news conference, it's never good when one of your news conferences is going live on SEC Network. But um, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. But then they say not only is Pruitt out, two assistant coaches are out. But they ended up hire, uh, firing 10 total people, you know, Pruitt and nine others. I mean, that was just stunning. And, and I've heard all the people this week like, oh, hiring a coach is going to be tough. They're walking into this. The NCAA is going to pound them. Well, you know what? 
I'm taking the other side of this. Tennessee, as soon as she, you know, Donnie Plowman said Monday, she got a tip in her office November 13th. By ni- November 19th, they had the attorneys, Mike Glazier and Kyle Skillman from, uh, you know, Bond, Shonick, and King on board helping them with their internal investigation. And then they pulled in the NCAA in mid-December. And the NCAA had investigators at the uh, news con- at the interview with Jeremy Pruitt last week, one that went seven hours. So, you know, they have included the NCAA early on this. They have, you know, to me it's almost been like a mea culpa. Look what we found. You know, and, and, and Donnie Plowman told the New Sentinel that, you know, it was so well hidden. The reason that Fulmer wasn't fired, too, for cause, uh, because his contract includes the same language that, you know, for stuff happening, that the, the people who were doing this allegedly kept it so well hidden that their compliance people didn't see it. And so, you know, of course, if the compliance people couldn't see it and they fire, anyway. Uh, but, you know, that's the thing. It, this was a big one. She used words stunning, shocking. I mean, this is big. But they've included the NCAA in, in this. You know, the, you know, Tennessee is, is hoping to wrap this up. The, the NCAA investigators have been here for almost two weeks. So that tells me that, you know, the NCAA, it, it's almost like going to the cops and turning yourself in. And I've heard the theory that, well, the NCAA is going to make an example of them. Well, why would the NCAA make an example of a program that you did everything you would want them to do, right? You know, there's a tip that something's going on, they investigate it, and they fired 10 people because of it. To me, that's an indication of of an institution acting the way the NCAA would like them to do. Now, is there likely to be some punishment? Sure. But, you know, Tennessee is almost doing a death penalty here. I mean, there's 14 players in in the portal for, you know, 48 hours after the firing and, you know, starters at that. Uh, you know, you're two of your top three leading tacklers, you're leading rusher, uh, on top of the people who, you know, say they're leaving. And so it's like, and, and you're losing players from your recruiting class. So, I mean, this was, this, Tennessee has taken its punishment. This is a lot more than LSU saying this past season that, you know what, we're not going to, go, we're going to self-impose a bowl ban. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, didn't we all raise our eyebrows at that? It's like, seriously? You know, yeah, everybody can go bowling, but really, should you? You know, it's like when Tennessee withdrew from the Liberty Bowl. We were all like, good, that shouldn't happen. Not at 3-7. and seven. Not when the Army was still out there. So, And, and then to watch Dondi Plowman run this, this uh, search, it was quick. I mean, you know, it, as stunning as Monday was, the news yesterday morning that, woo, they've got, they've got an AD, and it's Danny White. Guys, I didn't have him on my list because I didn't think that they could get him. You know, uh, you know, and yes, I know UCF is not a Power Five school, but when you look at his track record at Buffalo, at UCF, you know, remember that undefeated national championship season? Well, yeah, UCF was in position to claim a national championship that Tennessee hasn't even been able to sniff because they went undefeated. And while we could all laugh at them, you know, they had an argument to to make about the whole college football playoff system. So, you know, and, and again, thirteen and zero in the in college football is thirteen and zero, and they cap that with a win in the Peach Bowl over over Auburn. So, uh, you know, he's hired coaches. Buffalo, the coach he hired at Buffalo, got that program ranked this year. Uh, He's hired two basketball coaches who've taken programs at UCF and Buffalo to the NCAA tournament. I mean, his track record is really good. He hired Nate Oates, who, by the way, is kicking tail in the SEC. 
Exactly. And and his family is all in the business. I mean, you know, his dad's retiring later this year from Duke. Uh, you know, his brother was in charge of, you know, Lane Kiffin down at FAU for a couple of years. His brother, Mike White, is, you know, the Gators coach. I mean, this Which is should the be family interesting. business. By the way, yeah, yes, it should. It's a good thing they lost in in, in uh, on uh, Saturday. Like, yeah, no Tuesday night. Oh, Tuesday, um, my bad. Yeah, yeah, it was so ugly. We, I can understand trying to erase it from your memory banks, Mo. Uh, but but that was fast. They she didn't allow the boosters or you know all these voices to get in. I mean, remember the group that was in charge of helping fire uh, find uh, John Curry in 2017. You know Peyton Manning was on that group. I mean I, I, you know was half a Tennessee in that advisory group to find the new AD to replace Dave Hart as he retired. I mean it was it was ridiculous. You know that whole thing about too many chefs in the kitchen. And this time she you know and, and again I, because she hadn't talked to me she talked to the new sentinel yesterday she said that it was her it was randy boyd and the chairman of the uh, board of trustees that's a tight group and she said her plan moving forward is that diane white will be the fourth of that group for making decisions about you know athletics at tennessee that's smart i mean based on what's happened in the last 12 years since philip fulmer was pushed out the first time uh you know it's just been one it's been a hot mess and now it's now there's maybe some hope of you know adults being in the room. That's a that that's a big change. Um, <laughs> refreshing, isn't it? it? It is refreshing as as a Tennessee sports fan, as little as I am, but I am. You know, I get the feeling sometimes that people still feel like Tennessee isn't a desirable program but we wrote we we read what joe joe rex wrote wrote yesterday on the athletic we saw the hiring of danny white this morning or yesterday it just it feels like tennessee is still a desirable program they are somewhere that people want to be i mean this is danny white is could have waited two more years and been the AD anywhere in the country. He brings know. credibility. Instant credibility. I mean, looking at the national pundits, everybody from, you know, Pat Forty, Pete Thamel, I mean, everybody who weighs in on college athletics was praising this hire uh, because of Danny White's track record, his, his roots. You know, he's done things, and, you know, he's done things the right way. You know, he went from Buffalo to UCF. Now he's going to a Power Five. This is a guy who is now, you know, he's, he's, he's an adult you know, and, and here's the thing. He's an experienced AD, which, you know, that was the thing that they made very, very clear um, that, uh, you know, that they, you know, it's just fun to watch. You know, Philip Fulmer, you know, I, we understood what happened in 2017. It was kind of the joke at the time that he got his way back in and he settles on Jeremy Pruitt. And the whole thing about Monday's news conference that was so discordant to me and so many others is when Fulmer praised what Ful- Pruitt had been doing in recruiting. It's like, dude, you're at a news conference <laughs> announcing his firing over recruiting issues. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so it's like, and so, yeah, the, you know, think about this. He's going to be the fourth different AD 
uh, you know, there was Dave Hart, John Curry, Philip Fulmer, and now you got Danny White. And now Danny White's going to be looking for a new football coach. And, you know, and, and since Fulmer left, you had Kit. I, I've got to go back and make a list. We've had four official head coaches, you know, for, between Kiffin, Dooley, Jones, and Pruitt. But I'm not even counting the interims, guys. I mean, there was Brady Hoke, there was Jim Chaney. And, you know, I saw one number this morning that there's been like 10 different total coaches. And I'm like, there was Kippy Brown. Oh, that's right. Thank you. And see, it's just, it's tough to keep track of this revolving door. It's been it's been ridiculous. And and you mentioned they could have done themselves a favor by just hiring Kippy Brown. They could have absolutely. And I was one of those who thought, why aren't you hiring Kippy at the time? Uh, that 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 took care of so many boxes. You know, uh, you know, there were a lot of people at Tennessee like Kippy Brown. You know, there's just I still don't understand that. But Tennessee is attractive. There's money. There is a uh, 100,000-seat stadium people that does fill up. Look how full it's been over the last decade, despite how bad this program has been. I mean, people are filling that place up, and, yeah, there's an awful lot of Alabama people and Georgia people and Florida people in there for those games, but that building is, is full. People are still turning out to watch it because they hope that things can get better. And that is just – that is a sign that, you know – now, might it take a, a few years? I'm not you – know, turning this around it, it can't, won't be easy. But when we look at what Arkansas did last year, with, you know, this past season, one change, Sam Pittman as head coach, and suddenly they were a competitive and looked to be a respectable program in one short year. It is possible. You know, you listen to all these analysts, and they're looking at Tennessee, and they're like, what's not going on here? There was a disconnect. You could see talent. But, man, it just wasn't – I mean, we, they had leads against Auburn. You know, that was a game that was winnable until they throw that, you know, and it's Garantano throws that pick six. You know, it's like they just kept shooting themselves in the foot over and over and over again this season. You know, and, and the best line that I've heard this week is like, well, if they were cheating, why did they lose to Kentucky and Arkansas by double digits? So, you know, attractive job, absolutely. Is Tennessee going to have to probably overpay because of the NCAA cloud over this program? Yeah. But guess what? Money's not an issue. One, they, they've saved at least some of the buyout for Jeremy Pruitt, no matter what his attorney's saying. I, I, it's going to be tough for him to get the $12.6 million. But, so they've saved some money there. It's just, you know, it, money is not a problem. Athletic facilities, not a problem. And now they've got an AD, a chancellor, and a president that seem to understand how to act in, in, in you know, big power co college athletics, which, you know, now, now let's wait and see. We've, you know, well, there's, been, there's been a lot of hope over the last decade, but then it ends up like the, you know, the Death Star doesn't explode and, you know, and Darth Vader's still there. So There's still the one X factor, though, Teresa, and let's just hope that none of those three people you just mentioned have a Twitter account. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, true, but guys, guys, while we're talking, Jimmy Himes is is, is reporting some interesting news that is two he? players who had entered the transfer portal are re-enrolling at Tennessee. Both are starters. So, you know, the one thing, Dan, uh, Danny White, one of his first things he was going to do was uh, go meet with the football team last night, or yesterday without anybody else in the room, no coaches, et cetera. So it sounds like he's making a good impression to start with. So, you know, maybe he's telling them who, who he, you know, what his plans are. You know, the, the stories I've read about him this morning, he, when he went into UCF, he met, he met with the players. When, when uh, Bobby Hurley left uh, Buffalo for Arizona State, he met with the players. That's why he, you know, promoted Nate Oates to the head job at Buffalo. 
at that time. So, you know, he if he's, you know, and, and if players think that the AD is listening to him, that can go an awful long way to helping settle and soothe and calm that situation in that locker room. That's right. It's 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 all about stability, and you, you know when these players feel like they they have a stable environment, they are willing to put up with a little bit of uh, or, or give you know maybe some patience to have have a little patience. So it feels like that's what's happening right now. I'm really excited about uh, Danny White at, uh, at at Rocky Top. I think he's going to bring a lot of positives to that university and the football program, but also other athletics. So really excited about it. Teresa Walker with the Associated Press. She's going to stick with us on the other side of the break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stay tuned. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Are you finally ready to turn your outdated kitchen into a dream kitchen, but you don't want to deal with the hassle of a remodel? Call our friends Lynn and Kathy over at By Design Cabinetry in Spring Hill. They have the latest trends and timeless classic looks for your home. By Design Cabinetry is your solution to indoor and outdoor cabinets. Visit them at bydesigncabinetry.com or call about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back in as we approach the bottom of the 10 o'clock hour on this friday as the sky has turned blue here in columbia that's what i'm talking about we get a little we get a little sun out there and that uh that 45 starts feeling a little bit warmer i'm okay with it Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, I'm Chris Yao, Mopad, and J.P. Plant with you here. Still joined by Teresa Walker of the Associated Press. And want to move kind of into a different topic as we have talked a lot about Tennessee football this week. And that's a, you know understandable considering. Um, but, Teresa, ha- have you been in – involved at all in the uh the nba and the 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 scheduling issues that 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 memphis has had this week and what whatever's going on with that uh i have not as my my colleague tim reynolds has been handling most of that story for ap um because he's one of our nba writers but uh yeah in fact i hadn't even seen the release yesterday that the next three games for the grizzlies were being postponed when he's like by the way i've got this i'm filing it so uh it's it's been crazy i mean you know think about this that jonas valance 
was pulled from a game because of some testing concerns or tracing, and then you know then he's back, and then he didn't play this uh, on Martin Luther King Day when the uh, Grizzlies played the Phoenix Suns. Uh, a game against the team that had been, you know, seriously dealing with some of these COVID issues. And then they play and win that game. And, you know, Valanchunas is held out of that game. Uh, the Grizzlies played last Saturday night. Well, actually, the Grizzlies were in Minnesota, had a, their Friday night game with the Timberwolves postponed because of issues with the Timberwolves, a team they, I think they played the night before. and then, Or two night, Wednesday night, yeah. And then they, they fly back. They play on sun, uh, Saturday night against Philadelphia 76ers. And then uh, last Saturday, Sunday, well, the Sixers game against OKC was postponed because of issues. Uh, on Monday... Golly, was Monday importantly? Golly, this month has been like 2020. It's like holy Toledo. Where has it gone? So yeah, Monday the Grizzlies played and beat the Suns without Valanciunas again. Uh, so he's been in and out of the lineup, and you know they get a win. Their fifth straight. As crazy as it's been last week, they still managed to win five, their fifth straight. John Morant's back. Things are looking good. They go on the road uh, Tuesday, and then Wednesday their game at Portland is postponed uh, because of their tracing issues. And then we find out yesterday their next three games are it's gonna be january 27th before they have a chance to play again so it's just but you know that's now 20 games in the nba that's been postponed a big chunk of those here in the last week and a half uh it's you know the nba is struggling right now i mean you know they they put through some more uh protocols kind of like what we saw the nfl you know when when the titans outbreak happened there were people saying, oh, off with their heads, you know, shut them down. Let's just, you know, fire the coach and GM. What in the world are they doing in Nashville? And then it was it was one of those things, the NFL, it's like, okay, this is where there's some holes in our defenses. And then they tightened the protocols as the season went. That's why when we got to December, they went to intensive protocols where they essentially told teams, just do, you know, what the teams that were dealing with outbreaks doing, you know, practice. And then essentially go meet, you know, either spread yourselves way out or meet virtually. And, you know, that's that's what the NBA is working through now. We'll see if the NHL does. I mean, guys, there are four hurricanes that, you know, last as of yesterday were still quarantining in a Nashville hotel after Tuesday night's game got postponed because of Carolina's issues. So, uh, you know, and, and the Dallas Stars, Predators are there for their season opener tonight because, you know, the Stars had issues that they couldn't even start till tonight. So, uh, it, it's just, it's going to be, you know, these, and here's the biggest challenge. The NFL played most of their games, if not, you know, the majority outside. Okay. Uh, NBA, NHL, they're indoors. And right now in the NHL, there's only three teams that have had fans in and the, the Predators are going to do a, a lottery. They're going to have a couple hundred fans in for games next week. Um, so it's just, that's the problem guys. Uh, can these sports, these leagues, play their games indoors during a pandemic? You know, we'll see if they can get uh, their protocols tightened up enough to get games back on track. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's going to be. <laughs> I don't expect them to go back to a bubble, but uh, it's. I guess they can't. They, they, they can't do, do the bubble. Yeah. They can't do the bubble. I mean, their their players made it obvious that, you know, that it was just, it was tough. I mean, everyone might think it sounds great to go away for two, three months to a Florida <laughs> hotel, um, but uh, without your family and friends. But no, it's not. If it's by I mean, choice. Well, if it's by choice, but even then you're not. Remember the guy who got into trouble because he, you know, he slipped out to get wings? You know, so. It's Lou like, Williams. Yes. So it's yeah. like, guys, it's. 
you know, it's tough. I mean, you know, AP is looking at, you know, trying to figure out how we're covering the NCAA tournaments, right? Because they're doing a bubble down in, in Texas. They're doing the bubble up in Indiana. And, you know, for the, for those of us who go, you know, I might, I, I've been, you know, I might get to go and I might go for a week. I might go for three weeks. You know, that's still all being worked out. But, you know, I'll just say this, me leaving for three weeks would be, might make my husband happy because then I wouldn't be doing any home improvement projects. So, uh, but, but that said, it's not easy. And then to continue competing. So it's just, it, you know, guys, let's just hope that they find a way to, to, to work through the safety. I mean, one of the things the NBA is doing, they're going to have security guards near the midline so that during warmups, you know, to keep guys apart, you know, it's, it's human nature. Hey, how you doing? Go up and give the, you know, the, 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 the half hug, the fist bump. And, you know, they're trying to keep everything to just fist bumps and elbow bumps, you know, forget the handshakes and, and, and Lord, we know that athletes have, you know, I mean, there's some guys have individual handshakes for each member of their teams. I mean, you know, this is this is important, but uh, you can't do those now. It, you know, so can they get some of that behavior under control? You know, the uh, the uh, Taylor Jenkins, the Grizzlies coach. You know, some of the pictures we used with our stories the last two days. I can see a picture of him with his mask dipped under his nose. Guys, the mask has to cover the mouth and the nose, or you're really not doing it right. Shifting gears just a second, Teresa, before we let you go. Um, Looking at Arthur Smith's Atlanta Falcons coaching staff starting to take shape, I got a question about the Falcons' defensive coordinator. Why? The guy who retired from the Titans uh, just over uh, a year, just about a, yeah, just about a year ago, a, a day after the AFC Championship game. Uh, and that was his second retirement. So, uh, you know, hey, Mike Vrabel got Dean Peace to unretire after he quit the Ravens to come join him for two years uh, as a first-time head coach. Maybe Dean Peace, you know, after sitting out a season, realized that, you know what, I, I do miss this, and I- I'm really not one of those guys who can sit at home. I-, I want to do what I want to do. Or maybe it's because, you know, he really likes Arthur Smith and wants to help him get going as another first-time head coach. Uh, whatever his motivations are, and, and I know Titan fans want to know, especially after watching this year, wishing he was on, you know, he was still the coordinator. Uh, you know, the, the one thing we'll know is this. You know, hopefully he'll speak in the next few days, and we'll find out what his motivations was. Uh, but you know what, Titans fans probably feel a lot like the Ravens did when he left them. And you know, wait, you retired. You're going to coach for them? How dare you do that? You're, you're giving up on us. So, uh, you know, the one thing we do know is that Titan fans need to be more concerned with how Mike Vrabel is working to, you know, fill the holes on his staff. He had, he's looking for a new offensive coordinator to replace Arthur. And, you know, hopefully he's also looking for a defensive coordinator. There's been talk that he interviewed Terrell Austin. Maybe there was some interest in Aaron Glenn. Uh, you know, just waiting to see what he does to address the holes on his staff. Was there, has there ever been any indication of bad blood between Pease and Variable? No. And in fact, at the news conference when, when Dean was retiring, you know, Vrabel was over on the side, just kind of looked sad, you know? You know, and, and as he said, Can't he's like, I, why. Well, and he, and, <laughs> Foreshadowing, maybe? Yeah. Well, and Vrabel said, he's like, listen, I already talked him out of retirement once. You know, it's kind of tough to ask him to do it twice. And the difference is that Dean Peace had coached a game just the day before, had just coached through a season. And, you know, here, and, and you know, now, <clears throat> Uh, Dean Peace has had a year off. 
and you know makes the a year off that he spent here in nashville am i right yes he yes he's got a place here in nashville he and his wife love this area and you know they they were thinking they were going to retire up north and now they're like you know like everybody else who comes to nashville it's like we love it here we're staying and you know he was at a game sitting you know talking to the coaches from the seats so you know apparently he just had the itch to go coach again just wait till he tries to drive to the stadium one time he's going to be like you know what i'm going back to nashville that that traffic wasn't nearly as bad after all hey he won't hey he'll be on that bus you know uh he'll he'll have somebody when you they can pay you know with all those peach trees in atlanta i would be hiring myself a driver anyway ain't no doubt I mean, it, peach. Take a left on Peach Tree, and then you'll go up Peach Tree, and then take a right on Peach Tree. <laughs> and it's like, guys, did anybody who, who planned this? They like their peaches and their trees. <laughs> yes, uh, and, and we all thought that OHB in Nashville was confusing, right? <laughs> oh, it, it is. It is, but it's not like Atlanta's peach trees. No, it's it's not. You're exactly right. Oh, uh, this weekend we have a couple of uh, pretty big football games. Are, are you uh, are you seeing? Are, are you thinking anything uh, odd is going to happen, or is it going to be exactly what we expect? And that's uh, Green Bay and Kansas City. Well, here's the thing. You know, even though uh, Patrick Mahomes has been limited the last couple of days, they barely. It was almost like a walkthrough on Wednesday. Uh, he has to clear the concussion protocol, okay? And to do that, you have to practice. And it looks like yesterday he had his helmet and went through that. So, you know, he could get cleared from the concussion protocol today. It, it, you know, what if it's tomorrow? Uh, you know, what if he gets hit early in the game on Sunday? You know, right now this feels a little bit closer to the Bills having a chance. I, I haven't seen the latest line, but when I saw it come out earlier this week, it was like three and a half for Kansas City. That's doable for Buffalo. If Buffalo goes out out and plays the way that they have, you know, especially late the season when they were clicking so much on offense, you know, this could be a really good game. And so, yeah, I, I think the Bills absolutely have a chance in this game to maybe make it uh, Green Bay Buffalo. I will say this, I, Aaron Rodgers finally getting a chance to play in the N- NFC Championship game for the first time in Lambeau Field. Uh, if I can't see how he doesn't win this game and advance to the Super Bowl. I just can't. Uh, for everybody wanting Tampa and Tom in the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, I'm sorry. Tampa Bay, uh, sorry. I, I just think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers on that side of the ball. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press, one last question before we let you go. What, to this point, is your favorite Bernie meme? Well, it's the one I saw last night. At first I thought it was the one from Game of Thrones where he was in the wheelchair like the oh, three-eyed yeah. raven. But then somebody you know, turned him into somebody being stiff-armed by Derrick Henry. And I'm wow. sorry, that's pretty good. That's the one we just showed this morning, and I got the re- reaction on the air. It was pretty great. Oh. <laughs> Man, thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. A lot of insight on the the Tennessee and uh, Titans and Vols and everything else that we need. We 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 needed our, uh, I guess, to to learn some things, and you always help us with that. Well, my pleasure. And I'll say this, guys. Think about this. Signing day is a week from Wednesday. Uh, I, I won't be surprised at all if Danny White is introducing a coach almost as fast as he was uh, named and hired as AD. So let's see how quickly this search goes. I, I don't think it'll be a long one. I definitely don't think it'll be a long one. You're exactly right. So he's got a short list, according to Jimmy Himes, which you retweeted. So we'll see how that 
list goes. Um, really excited about it. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it. We will talk to you soon uh, and get your insight some more, maybe after we get a coach and uh, you can tell us all about him. Sounds good. Thanks. Teresa Walker, Associated Press, joining us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today.